Greetings. My name is Blake Schmida alongside Leo Menchetti, and welcome to the American Valor Podcast. On the American Valor Podcast, supported by the Bob Feller Act of Valor Award Foundation, our goal is to educate and inspire with acts of valor that embody the traits which National Baseball Hall of Famer and United States Chief Petty Officer Bob Feller lived by. Citizenship, service above self, and commitment to country in a time of great national need. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bob Feller Act of Valor podcast. Today, we are privileged to have Sergeant Becky Loudon on the podcast today. How are you doing, Becky? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. So for our first question, we kind of want to dive into what does it mean as an educator to receive a scholarship from the foundation, and how are you going to use this to inspire yourself and other students going forward? Well, um, I actually, um, I was so thrilled to receive this award because as an educator, um, as I teach teenagers, I, I don't always see um, patriotism. Like when I got this scholarship, I, when I was applying for it, I read all about Bob Feller, which I didn't actually know much about before this, researching this. And it inspired me so much that I want to uh, inspire my students with with his um, the way he was so patriotic and just that he was he felt like it was his duty to go serve and um, a privilege and uh, it's my privilege to um, be able to to use this information to help my students and, and the students in our school really because what I want to do is um, I. We, I've made uh, PowerPoints for our whole school before that we showed each teacher showed maybe like during homeroom when we when we had different events, but and a lot of times it's around Veterans Day or something like that. But I am going to make a, a slideshow of, of Bob Feller and his life and hit, put, put some videos in there. The ones that I saw just were totally inspiring. And it changes a person when they see that, when they see um, somebody who gave up so much that for our country and, and, and especially what the times we're in now, it's, it's, it will inspire uh, all of our students in our schools. So that's my plan to um, put that through, the, through our principal and um, to, to share with all the students in our school, just not my students about, about his life really. I love to hear that you're paying it forward because I know uh, Bob Feller would have done the exact same thing. I, and we're so happy to have you on. I think this is the first time we've done a scholarship recipient and want to definitely thank you for, for coming on and continuing support for the foundation. I was, I was a little curious myself. How did you find out about the foundation? Uh, I, I have a son in college. He just started college this semester and, you know, there's a lot of scholarships for freshmen going into college, but I, I actually, I'm in my last semester of my master's degree and I, um, I actually like, because of the hours that I had, I wasn't able to get financial aid and I was in a really bad spot. I didn't know how I was going to pay for the semester. There was no scholarships that I could find for a master's degree level, um, students. And I was checking out and plus since we were military, my husband and I are both military. Uh, he retired. Um, and I, both of us are veterans and served overseas. And so I was looking for scholarships actually for him 
um, for veterans, like children of veterans when I, and, and, and especially good for me because I didn't know what I was going to do. And so it was a stopping point for me because I actually only had two semesters left. I'm in my last semester now. This was last semester. And, um, and so I found the scholarship, but, but more about when I found it, it was more, I couldn't believe the story that I, that I read that I didn't know about. And, um, it just really, uh, I, and after I, after I, um, saw that I started reading everything I could about him. I, saw, I watched videos. I watched, I looked at Wikipedia and, um, I saw his interview on military.com and I just was so inspired, but that's how I found it. Cause I was searching for something to help me because I was at a point where I didn't know how I was going to finish my, my career, my college career. Cause I'd used all my GI bill. I used everything I had. I didn't have anything else. I, I couldn't get any more financial aid because the hours I had, it confused me because a summer class that I had was um, moving over until this next semester, which, so I didn't have enough hours. And anyways, I didn't have enough money to pay my tuition. So it's really great that that scholarship ended up working out for you. And uh, moving on to more of your teaching career, how did you get into teaching uh, culinary arts? Well, that's kind of funny because um, when I first went to school for my bachelor degree, that was in 1999, uh, 1990s. I graduated in 1999 with my bachelor. Uh, I went to school for nutrition and food science and because that's what I was interested in. I didn't know how I was going to use it. I, I had a lot of experience in food service. I did banquet service restaurants. I did a lot of that while I was in college and uh, other things like that. But, and even in high school that helped me later just uh, with experience. But, but I, I got, um, so I got my uh, bachelor degree in nutrition and food science at middle Tennessee state university. And at that time I, I just, I had a baby my last semester. And so I was, uh, I joined the military in college and, um, that helped me a lot. And, um, when I got this degree in nutrition food science, um, I was actually going to get my master's degree when I got deployed out of that for nutrition food science. And so I actually, when I first had my first two classes for my master's in nutrition food science, I got deployed to Iraq from that class. And so I never, I never did that again. When I came back, I, I became a nutrition counselor for weight loss with my degree. And um, out of that, I met somebody that taught nutrition in high school. I was really interested in nutrition and, and also like food safety. And so I went back to school and got my, with the GI Bill, uh, post 9-11 GI Bill, which was great um, because I had used everything else up and, um, and that was helpful. So um, I got my certification to teach and I was going to actually teach like nutrition classes in high school or uh, family consumer sciences, but I, I got a certification for food service industry because I wasn't sure culinary was an option too with the degree that I had. So that's how I got into teaching nutrition. And, and it's really been a, a really fun experience that I didn't foresee when I was younger. <laughs> so. That's awesome. You know, I'm just as much a foodie as anybody else, I think. And, what are some of the things that you enjoy about teaching culinary arts? And I also am curious, what is your favorite dish to teach someone how to cook? Okay. Um, let me think about that one. But what I really enjoy is actually my students get so much out of doing community service, like food events for people. For instance, I'm a, my husband and I are both a member of the VFW in our, in our town where I teach. 
and we've catered our my class has catered meals for several couple of years now for um vietnam veterans dinner they hold for the community that's free that's like for 100 people we've made cupcakes and um cookies for um patriot day ceremonies in our town and um we we've actually invited all of this um first responders um in our town police everybody for a like a free breakfast and it just bonds the students with veterans and also on veterans day every year we invite veterans to come and eat in our dining room and we serve them too and so it actually makes a bridge between our students my students and veterans and also um public service workers first responders and so i can't believe they feel so good when they do that for them and I just it just gives a whole a whole new um, a whole new feeling for them of 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 these of these people and so this year actually we we couldn't because of COVID we couldn't let anybody in our school we did this actually for the past two years because of, because we weren't allowed any visitors and we usually on Veterans Day have a big ceremony and we invite all the veterans in our county to come and eat where we we make food for them and serve them in our culinary class so. Um, but this year we did something different, which was actually super fun. Um, we did a take and bake pizza for veterans and they just pulled up to the circle. We had a little, uh, canopy out there and we made pizzas that they baked at home and we could put them in boxes and we gave them sodas and they made them cards. And, um, it just really, they really enjoyed that. I think the, the veterans enjoyed that. Our students enjoyed that. And, um, it was, it was really well responded in the community. And so to me, that's, that's, that's the, best thing I've ever gotten out of teaching culinary and I've done this for nine years and every year we do community service and it's just a part of our class but um, I think the thing that I let me think about this what I like to teach them the most I really like teaching them knife skills and that's and the reason and it's not really a recipe but I think they can really use it once they learn how to cut an onion properly it's fun to cut onions even if it makes you cry so I think they, have, they get a lot of pride out of doing that. So we teach a lot of skills like that. Yeah, that's really amazing that you guys do the catering service uh, for the veterans. Uh, moving on more to, uh, towards the military aspect, could you give us an overview of your military service and uh, you know some of the most impactful milestones within it? Um, yeah, so I joined in 1996 and um, I joined the army, army, army reserves. And, um, and from there, I think a lot of the leadership schools, you know, PLDC, BNOC, ANOC, all of those schools, I, I was a little bit, my husband's more autocratic. And so I think he I always thought like to be a leader, you had to be like that. <laughs> but what I learned in those schools is there's lots of different leadership styles. I like to have a team and us make decisions together and let's do it together. And so as I went to these schools, I learned leadership skills that helped me a lot, I think, in my life. And when I was deployed to um, Baghdad, I think the biggest, the hardest thing was I had three kids. And, um, and my daughter, my youngest daughter, she was two and a half. And so uh, I think the, the hardest thing was to leave them. But what was even harder was to come back on leave for two weeks and go back to war. That was really tough, but it's, you know, I got a lot of experience out of that. I, I made so many, um, so many great buddies and um, lifetime friends. And 
it was just, um, it actually was a really good experience, even though we had the, and, and I've been on both sides because my husband, I said, he, he was, he had two, two deployments. And so, uh, I think it's harder on the family at home because I've been on that side where he, I had two, we had two young boys when he was deployed. And so I know, I know both sides of the, of the coin on deployment. And, um, I, you're really busy when you're deployed as a soldier, you have a mission, but the ones at home are really worried and, and, um, there's a big gap there. So I, I think uh, I really feel for the families of, of military people because I know what it's like. And, um, but, but the military has helped me throughout our whole lives. My husband too, both of us being veterans, being involved with the VFW. Um, it gives us a family, uh, that's still military. And, um, it's really been an incredible experience for us. Even with all the hardships, it, it helped us to grow as as um, as good citizens and um, and to get a good well-rounded experience in our lives. That's amazing. I I haven't served myself, but I, I'm truly grateful everyone who has, and I know uh, many of the the great mentors and leaders in my life um, are ones who have served and who have been through that process. And I think it, uh, it like you said, um, there's a lot of different ways to to lead people um and it sounds like you have a very good grasp on that um i was a little curious um what did it mean to you to serve as an army sergeant first class uh during iraqi freedom um that was my first deployment and i learned so much and i had a couple of e8s in my um in my department that i worked I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I was very scared at first. I didn't know where we were going. I didn't, all of us were a little, we, the uncertainty is, is, is unknown. It's, it's scary. But, um, but that experience, uh, really was a good one. And, um, we, um, just to be able to be able to serve our country. And I think it, I'm going to be honest with you. I think every person in the military probably, probably has the, wants, wants a little bit of the deployment. I don't know what it is. We feel like it's our duty. You know, we want to make sure that we're doing what we should uh, on our end to um, protect and serve and do what we signed up to do. And so I really think that gave me um, a good experience with um, not only that, I made, like I said earlier, some, very very good battle buddies and so um i would never trade that for anything becky like blake said before you're the first scholarship recipient that we've been able to have on the podcast so could you illustrate for us how the scholarship has kind of helped with some of your career goals yes um well not only was i inspired by by Bob Feller, his whole story. It, it actually lit a fire under me to, to spread more patriotism. Like, um, I have on my, on my wall at school, I have a, um, we have students that join the military. And so we, we put their picture up there. We actually just asked them to come back and take pictures. We're so proud of them. And so we have like a, a military wall in our classroom that, um, is really special, but, my career goals would have stopped without the scholarship. Like I said earlier, 
I didn't know what I was going to do. I couldn't pay for that semester. Um, I definitely wouldn't be graduating in May. And so I, I, my, my, my degree is, um, it's a master's in public health. And um, I want to use that to help other people with their goals, nutrition. I like food safety. I, I like, um, I learned a lot about um, epidemiology and it's an interesting time to, to take public health in college. And um, I want to, it helps me to want to use my degree even more to help people to be able to get this scholarship. Even the name of the scholarship to me is, is awesome. So I just really appreciated it. So I could, so I could finish what I started because I, I was, I was at a loss of how I was going to finish. So it was such a blessing to me. I'm so happy to be a part of a foundation that can help, you know, people like yourselves who have that common goal in mind to just want to help others, whether it be through military service or, or obviously in civilian life. Um, and, and that's something that Bob Feller lived by. And I don't know how much of a baseball fan you are, but, what does it mean to you personally to forever be linked to a Hall of Fame baseball player and an even fellow hero in the armed forces in Bob Feller? Um, you're not going to believe this. You're really not. But I mean, I always played softball growing up. I was on softball teams my whole life. I loved the ball. I loved, I love watching baseball. But, um, and when I went to, when I went to Baghdad, we actually had a, a female team called Baghdad Babes and we got shirts. We, we played tournaments. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. We bonded together. It was, it took the stress off of war for us, but not only that, we, um, we were in a tournament called the McQuaid. Um, it's out of North Dakota and they, it's a tournament that, uh, a softball tournament that raises money for all kinds of community service efforts. And, 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 I, and even, even on Wikipedia, you can check it. In 2007, 8, and 9, um, Baghdad participated in this. And there's a, I have a picture of us holding, and we all signed this, um, this really cool um, plaque uh, for them. But they sent us shirts. It was so fun. And so the guys and the girls played together. And I have a softball right here that all, everybody signed. And um, it's really special to me. So... Not only, not only do I love his patriotism and his um, what he thought about like his comrades and combat and what it taught him, I love I love his um, his statement when he said, "Combat is an experience you will never forget. A war teaches you that baseball is only a game. After all, a after all, a minor thing compared to the sovereignty and security of the United States." I love that quote from Bob Feller, and. I just, I just can't believe how two days after Pearl Harbor, he volunteered to go in the Navy. And, and it, you know, to me, it's just so incredible. And it just really changed me. But to be a part of this scholarship and for my name to be on this, especially, you know, with Bob Veller and just the name that Bob Veller Active Valor, that is to me an awesome name for this scholarship. But it's very special to me and I will always appreciate it. And, and it, it just, it really uh, impacted my life. All right, Becky, you had a really great story and really, uh, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
To our listeners, this concludes this episode of the American Valor Podcast. This conversation is brought to you by the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation, the Department of the Navy, Major League Baseball, USAA, BWXT, Huntington Ingalls, and the Cleveland Indians. Please feel free to leave your comments in the comments section below and connect with the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Active Valor Award. You can engage with the foundation at activevaloraward.org. There you can learn about Bob Feller, Jerry Coleman, recent nominees of the awards, view pictures, and sign up for updates, including the American Valor podcast and more. For Blake Schmida, Leo Manchetti, and everyone at the American Valor podcast, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time.